friends, welcome to this episode of the Make Well Podcast. This podcast is for anyone who's practicing creativity in their daily life so that they can live a life of purpose and passion. Each week, we'll be interviewing Midwest makers that will unveil the behind the scenes of their journey and lessons along the way. We hope their stories help you live a creative life and inspire you to start today. Hey makers, welcome to the Make Well Podcast. This is Ashton. Today we're so excited to welcome a special guest from Velva, North Dakota. She's a retired financial expert, a mom, and the maker behind the very famous Dot's Pretzels. Please help me welcome Dorothy, also known as Dot Hanky. Welcome. Well, thank you very much and <laughs> great introduction for me. And it's great being here. Yeah. I Velva is just a great little community, and so I'm excited that you came to Bismarck for this. Yes. And it was a nice little drive. <laughs> so maybe let's start with those that don't know you. Um, just a quick little blurb on who you are today. Well, um, I'll start from the beginning of my childhood. And I was raised um, Wapaton, North Dakota. I was, my folks were on a dairy farm. So it was a, a lot of time spent at the farm. Mm-hmm. Cows have a schedule, and you need to be there to take care of them. I have um, three brothers and two sisters. Um, they're all living yet, which is fantastic. Yeah. And my mom and dad have both deceased, but um, we keep together um, contact quite well. Mm-hmm. From my childhood, um, my dad... Um, did die of um, cancer, and so that meant that um, since I am the youngest of the siblings, left me um, on the farm um, with mom to um, handle the dairy farm. I think that probably made me more independent, stronger, mm-hmm. um, to all the different things that I've done in my lifetime, my career. But at when I I did go to college for one year at um, the North Dakota State School of Science. I was going to be a CPA. I only did one year of accounting. And I decided the farming, um, the dairy, was not going to be my career of life. Mm -hmm. Um, So I decided to pursue going out. I went to Bismarck, got a job at the highway department. At that time, really wasn't what I wanted to do. Um, when I got in there. So I went to the Bismarck Tribune and got a job there. Um, okay. I was a typist, a proofreader. But then I got married. <laughs> and then my um, husband decided that um, he didn't want to be in Bismarck, so we moved up to Minot. Okay. And it was quite easy. I got a job at Lowell's Printing at that time as a typist. Mm-hmm. Uh, worked out very, very well for me. Um, From there, the gal that I worked with there very closely, she went to the brokerage firm, Dean Witter, at that time. She knocked on my door one day and said, hey, do you want to come work for me Mm -hmm. at uh, the brokerage firm? And I thought, huh. I said, I don't really have any experience. But um, that kind of went more with the accounting that I did love. Mm -hmm. And so I went there. Um, I stayed there for 11 and a half years, which was quite a long time. Mm-hmm. But the boss that I had there, um, he started up a mutual fund company, ND Holdings Integrity Mutual Funds. And so then I went there and set up a transfer agency, um, which was quite intriguing. Mm-hmm. Got me really um, thinking 
a lot more uh, above, just broaden my horizons. Mm-hmm. I guess that's how you'd want to put that. And I was there for over seven years, but I kind of had eh, got everything established and stuff mm-hmm. and decided at that time, oh, it'd be more interesting going into doing more sales. So I went with a, an independent sales guy that sold um, mutual funds, insurance, and annuities. And from there, we didn't click quite as well, so I went with another gentleman. Okay. And we, I got along really well with him and um, spent the last of my years with him till I retired. Mm. At that retirement, it was kind of, I told him when I went down to Arizona for the winter, because I took the insurance business down there and just did all the sales calls that I needed to do to keep the clients Mm -hmm. happy. And we just saw them nine months out of the year, out of the 12 months, and we both had our winters off, which was fantastic. Yeah. But when I left that fall, I said, okay, when I come back, I'm going to be done. I'm going to help my husband farm. Mm -hmm. And he goes, okay. You know, wasn't really excited about it. but And I came back and we started up the Dots Pretzels. Awesome. And that's what you've been doing since. Yeah. And that's what I've been doing ever since. Retired and there I went. Yeah. You mentioned you kind of got your hardworking kind of characteristics from your earlier days on the farm. Was there anything that kind of sparked your interest in school, whether it was something creative or just something that you enjoyed doing, like a a passion? I always, I was a hard worker. Yeah. And I I think I I always needed that. I needed projects to do. Mm -hmm. If they were accomplished, it seems like even in my life span of what I've when I quit something, I always had to give it my all for five years. Mm-hmm. I always had that goal. Got to do something and do the absolute best that I could do. Yeah. For the whole time that I was with somebody, I was devoted to you when I started working <laughs> for you, believe me. Yeah. I, it was my passion to make sure it was done the best that I felt that I could mm-hmm. do. So more about, like, the excellence of it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gotta say yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool. So then when, like you said, when you were approaching college, um, what kind of made you go that direction? I like numbers. Mm, okay. That's about all I can say. I like numbers. Um, I guess that kind of puts me where I'm at today, too, because mm-hmm. you don't want to be in the hole. You want to yeah. make sure. I'm very conservative. Mm-hmm. Everybody would say that about me. I'm very conservative. I didn't s- spend anything till I had it. Sure. You know, we just did not. With the dots pencils, we didn't go out and just spend a whole lot. I we we cut every corner we could, except the quality of the pretzel, mm-hmm. yeah, to to make sure that we could do what we did, how we did it, and do it right, and not go backwards. Mm-hmm. So if you you enjoyed numbers and you're in college, what made you leave college? Because I I should have probably went on, but that meant that I had to stay on the farm too. Because, oh, okay. So that kind of put me in a... Mm-hmm. So it was more I, about leaving the farm It was than more about school. leaving the farm at that time. Okay. And I was a good typist. Yeah. Um, and there was jobs out there at that time. Now, 
I don't know if there's typist jobs out there anymore like what mm-hmm. I was doing. I mean, that's all he did eight hours a day was type. Mm-hmm. I I was a typist that didn't have many errors in typing. Mm-hmm. So well, yeah, if you, like, I was, if you like that excellence and that achievement, that makes sense. Yeah. It, yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. And so then you headed to Bismarck? Yes, I did. Okay. You said you worked at the Tribune? I did. What was that like working at the Tribune? I don't know what year it was, but I'm sure it was exciting. Uh, you know, I um, I typed first, and there they were union. And so with the union, you got to know the whole business because mm-hmm. you had to be trained in all areas. Okay. But I always got put back into the typing mm. and always back into the proofreading part. Uh, for the layout part, they didn't want me there so much. <laughs> 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 so do you do you have a passion for writing at all? If you're if you like the editing side or not really? Not at all. No, <laughs> not at all. That is very um, very weak at that part. Yeah, and then what was next? Did you meet your husband? Um, my husband at that time is he is an ex husband. I hate to say that, but no, that's okay. Uh, it just did not work out. Yeah, um, we had our one daughter. It was. Wonderful, mm-hmm. but when we moved up to Minot, um, I don't know, we just clashed. Yeah, that? yeah, but that kind of led I you met to Minot. My, my, yeah, but then I went to meet my new husband. Exactly. So. How did you meet your new husband? Oh, uh, you know, through friends. Okay, through friends in the Minot community. Right. Okay, yeah. and you're still typing. Well, you know, you do a lot of typing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all the. You know, I had to set up the books for Dots Pretzels. So, okay, the accounting experience helped me there. Mm-hmm. I've had to input a lot, you know, with all the orders, um, emailing, all that. I, You know, the typing still comes in handy all the time. Mm-hmm. My biggest problem is the the words, um, very short and sweet. Mm-hmm. I'm not one that goes on and on and on and on. <laughs> Um, yeah. Like a lot, if you are probably a writer, you're more lengthy. I'm very short and sweet. Yeah, right to the point. I'm right to the point. <laughs> uh, so then you said it was a colleague or a coworker that kind of recommended this other financial place to work at? Yes. at uh, I worked with her at Lowell's Printing. Okay. And um, she left Lowell's Printing and she went to work for this Dean Witter. And the boss there was absolutely delightful. That's all I can say. He was one heck of a guy. Mm-hmm. Um, very to the point. Yeah. Maybe that's why I'm that way, too, because I always thought he was to the point. If he didn't like something, he told you. And you, you went on. He forgot about whatever was wrong. He went on. Mm-hmm. And just, I guess I admired that of him. That's probably why I'm very to the point. Do the pros and cons of everything, mm-hmm. and you answer your own questions a lot of times just by pros and cons, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Yeah. Um, but but the gal that I worked with, um, when she knocked on my door and asked me to come to to Dean Witter, I mean, what more can you ask somebody that thinks that much of you, that just comes to your door and asks you? Do you want to work with me? <laughs> I, yeah, and it sounds it, like it was closer to what you were interested in college. Yes. So it was kind of that back to that original path that you were on. Right. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, and you were there for how many years? Indeed, we were 11 and a half. 
I mean, wow. unbelievable. Yeah. And then working for that same boss, you know, he, we kept in touch. And so when he started up this um, mutual fund company, uh, it was a delight to be able to work with him again because mm-hmm. he was a great person. And I know you did a lot of things. So what what was the kind of the day in the life at, at that job? Like, what, what did it consist of? What did it consist of? I, putting in orders, um, we had to set up a, uh, the transfer agency, which included all your customer database, answering the phone, having that um, customer relationship, mm-hmm. um, getting to know the clients. Sure. Which is fun. Yeah. Actually. <laughs> um, you get to know a lot about them. And the top secret there is anybody that I talked to, I wrote down what they were talking about to me so that when I talked to them again, I definitely knew that client again because all I do is read my notes. Yeah, that's a great way of doing it. That's what I did. I didn't, like at Dean Witter, when people would come in, I didn't always know their name right off. I'm very bad at names, so everybody knows that about me right now. I'm very bad at names. But if you had an um, an account number, I knew that. Hmm. And I could pull that account number up as I saw them walking in, and I knew who they were, had all their information right in front of me. Yeah. But they always thought, how do you remember me all the time? I didn't remember your <laughs> name. I remembered your account number. Oh, it was just funny. kind of bad. But well, that's the way it, the numbers clicked in my head, mm-hmm. not the name. Mm-hmm. So kind of when you transitioned to that next company, you were just looking for more of a challenge and kind of a new experience? Yes, definitely. Um, I like challenges. And when they're not there anymore, it gets kind of boring. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that. But, you know, once you achieve what you feel that you need to do, Mm -hmm. it... um, it's not that it's that boring, but it's it's still, you want another challenge. That's mm-hmm. always what I wanted was another challenge in life. Mm-hmm. Was it hard to leave that, that kind of work family? Are yes. you guys still in touch? <laughs> yes, I am. And That's you awesome. Know, yeah, it's all good. And so then what was your, your final job before you retired? What was that one? I worked for um, Dennis Helgeson. Okay. Um, that was the name of the company. Um, nice gentleman, um, taught me lots. Um, he was always understanding. Uh, I could do the farming to help my husband farm when I needed to. We worked the hours around that. He wanted, he was an older gentleman. He wanted off his winters and it was great that we could do the same thing. Mm -hmm. He, he went to Florida. I went to Arizona. Okay. I took the business down to Arizona. Technology. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's all I can say. It, it yeah. worked wonderful. And mm-hmm. it has with Dots Pretzels, too, because I can still winter home in Arizona. It's absolutely awesome how technology is such wonders mm-hmm. that you can do. If this would have been 20 years ago, probably wouldn't have happened quite so much. Yeah, probably. I don't know if it's 20 years, 30 years. I don't know what it is. When all this new technology came that she could do all this stuff. Mm -hmm. But the one thing with at Dennis Helgeson's office, my son was going to Minot State at the time. Okay. Well, sometimes the power went out. Well, then I had to have him come in 
and reboot the computer. Yeah. <laughs> that's the one negative thing. Um, that doesn't happen anymore. But back then, that's what ha- That's how our system was. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, Eric, hey, the system went down. Can you go in? He had a key to reboot my machine yeah. <laughs> so that I could, you know, do what I needed to do. Mm-hmm. But um, so. Yeah. What kind of farming does your husband do or you guys do? Yeah, we are strictly grain. Grain, okay. My my thing I always called myself as my Christmas letters, as my relatives would know, I was always the dryer queen. Mm-hmm. I knew how to, I did the trucking and I did the drying. Okay. And with grain, is there a certain season that's more busy than others? Well, in the fall for planting. Okay. And in the, no, spring. Spring for planting. Planting. And harvesting in the fall. Okay, so really winter is the optimal time to go because oh, then it, it's it cold, was. you're not really doing anything. and Right. Yeah. So um, we started um, that in 09. Okay. Um, going down to Arizona. We started Dots Pretzels in 12, but I did that from, you know, 09 to the 12, you know, for Dennis. Mm-hmm. And then Dots Pretzels did that in 12, and it was. Nice. And how did you pick Arizona? I'm curious. Randy had um, a cousin down there. Okay. And I don't know. He sold us on it. Yeah. A family member always helps. And, you know, the house market was bad. I guess we took advantage of it. Yeah. We bought a home down there and we loved it. And the the one thing I really feared going down there, what am I going to do with my husband? You know, <laughs> I, I did. Uh. I mean, but... We fell in love with hiking, mm. and we both love to hike. It's always looking for the next challenging one that we can do. Yeah. So is there a and, lot to do down there with uh, hiking? Hiking. I always thought Arizona dry. Yeah. You know, there's nothing. Oh, my word. There is so many wows. As I say, when I get up a, up to the top, that last scramble up mm-hmm. is like, and you get up there and... Everything goes away. All your problems, all your everything, because you just think, oh, my God, how can God make such beautiful, awesome? Yeah. That there's so many people that are missing out of Mm. the wows because they can't. And till the time I can't, we're going to keep doing them wows because Mm -hmm. there is so much out there. Yeah. Do you see a lot of wildlife or unique wildlife? Um, You know, the... The donkeys are the biggest thing that we have seen. <laughs> the hyenas. Oh. Um, um, we've kept far enough away from them. But the donkeys, the, oh, it, we were out. And there was these. Uh, we were just trucking along. Mm-hmm. And it was on like, almost like a cow path. Okay. You know, going through this pasture. And all of a sudden you heard this noise. And we thought, what the heck? <laughs> and, uh, and this like snorting. I guess that's oh, what you okay. call, you know, something out there telling us that, hey, We're you're here. in our yeah. <laughs> territory. And all of a sudden we saw donkeys and there were wild donkeys out there. I mean, wow. Mm-hmm. You know, how much better. But I mean, they just let you know you're in their territory. Mm-hmm. Keep away and you just keep going and you're fine. Hmm. Well, there you go. Yeah, here you go. <laughs> different than North Dakota, but it has different its than own, North Dakota. But you know, perks. you don't think you'd see that stuff out in Arizona. 
But all you yeah, have to true. do is to get out of town a little bit, and nice. there you go. Yeah, that sounds awesome, especially in the winter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, when exactly. you when you retired, was it kind of after that fall season? So your first few months, you know, free was the winter season? Well, when I was down in Arizona that last... That last winter? That last winter. My relative's wife, she's in sales in Arizona. Okay. And she goes, God, Dot, it would be so much fun if you could make those pretzels that you do. And we put them up in little bags, get mm-hmm. a little name on them, put a little red bow on them and all this <laughs> kind of stuff. And I said, oh, you know, really? She goes, oh, I think they're good enough for that. Mm-hmm. And so I said, oh, okay. So I went and started, you know, baking up, you know, some batches. And we did up a little, the dots, you know, mm-hmm. we did... All, the whole thing, what we got right now, which is kind of funny, but it's what we did. We just thought, Dot, uh, Dorothy, you know, and I thought, <laughs> you know, but Dot stuck. Yeah. And then we just kind of went, uh, you know, Dot's pretzels. Okay, we can go with that. So is that your nickname or was that not your nickname it before? It wasn't my nickname. Okay, okay. No, no, no. <laughs> it was not. I've been called many things. At the highway department, I was called Dottie. And I mm. thought, because my boss was Dorothy there. So then they called okay. me Dottie. Oh. I thought, Dottie. <laughs> Never been called. And I was called Dorothy a lot back in high school. Dorothy, and okay. Stuff. Dorothy was, um, and I don't know why that was either, but that's what it was. But Dot was never till the Dot's pretzels. Okay. But anyway, we um, made up these bags, and she took them, and uh, her phone rang off the hook. Where in the world did you get these? Because we had them kind of professionally. Mm-hmm. You know, they look cute, all that kind of – didn't yeah. have all the ingredient list and all that kind of stuff on them. But yeah. they looked, you know, a little bit professional. Mm-hmm. And we started talking, and we thought, oh, golly, could they be, you know? So what we did then was we – did those bags, and I went to flag football games. Oh, okay. In, up in Peoria, Arizona. Mm-hmm. And um, I was alongside this hot dog lady stand. <laughs> Here we are, you know, yep. just sampling out the product and just having mm-hmm. fun, you know, doing yeah. it. And, golly, it was still such a hit. Mm-hmm. I mean, people just loved them. The hot dog lady, she goes, God, can you make me up some? So we did that. And so she continued. Well, then when I went up to North Dakota, we made up a few bags to take to a Pride of Dakota show. Okay. That was in Williston. It was in, in the spring when we went there. Did them up more professionally because we needed to do that to go to a show. And, oh, my word, they were such a hit. My husband had gone paddle fishing, and my girlfriend and I were selling and mm-hmm. sampling and doing and my husband, he caught his fish, so he came to the show. And he just sat there and watched. And he could not believe people take it. They think, ugh, just a stupid pretzel. <laughs> and they'd walk, they'd about face, just, what the heck did I just put in my mouth here? <laughs> and he said it was amazing. You know, people would walk around, but they'd come back, actually dig in their pocket or their purse mm-hmm. and pay for our product. Wow. And he said, oh, my God, Dot, I think we got something here. Yeah. And I said, think so? And he goes, God, I think so. <laughs> and, you know, and so we just, we went from there. Yeah. So, like, I just want to back up a little bit. Did you, did you enjoy baking? Or how, why pretzels? 
Why pretzels? <laughs> you know, that's an, uh, my husband. It's not that he's picky, <laughs> but there's there's salsa. It's called pace. I'm sure you've heard pace salsa. Mm-hmm. Okay. He likes it, but he doesn't like it. Okay. So a relative of mine would come out hunting mm-hmm. and brought us this salsa that he liked, mm-hmm. and it was homemade. Okay. So took that, took the pace, added the extra ingredients that kind of was on there. Yeah. And that's what I do with salsa now. I add all this stuff mm-hmm. to make it what he likes. Okay. I make nut goodies. There's nut goodie bars out there. Mm-hmm. Same sort of thing. Okay. Tweak, tweak, tweak. Yep. Same as with the the pretzel. That pretzel, I was at a wedding. Um, but they had it as a check mix. They had that pretzel in there. They mm. had the rye bread. They had the corn checks, the rice checks, the wheat checks, nuts in there. With that um, combination, that combination, personally, I didn't care for it. It was too hot, too spicy, you know. Mm-hmm. Went into, got a recipe and tweaked a recipe to make it my recipe. Mm-hmm. It's just like my salsa, my nuggety bars, the pretzel. Mm-hmm. But I really liked that pretzel that was in there. So I had to research and find that pretzel. And I found that pretzel, and nice. that's what I bought. <laughs> Arizona, that was a hoot trying to find the pretzel down there. But we finally found it at Big Lots. So the Big Lots didn't always have them all the time. Mm -hmm. So we had a map of Arizona that we had of the Big Lots that we would travel to every week (laughs) to pick up all the pretzels that they had. I In Arizona, and I mean, you think of Arizona, and I would come in there and they go, the pretzel lady's here. And they know that I was going to buy everything that they had. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know if that made them have more pretzels all the time. But that's what I could do up for a week is mm-hmm. what I could get from Big Lots. Okay. Because that's the only place that I found them at. Oh, interesting. So <laughs> you, weren't, you weren't even buying wholesale. It was just like right off the just, shelf. Just off the shelf for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, even in... Um, North Dakota, I was doing the same thing. I I went to Menards. They had them hmm. in containers, and I bought till I, uh, I could buy enough. And mm-hmm. that was even hard with the supplier. They wanted you to be able to buy six pallets at a time. That's a lot of pretzels. Because <laughs> yeah. a pallet is 720 pounds. Oh, wow. That's a lot of pretzels. It is, yeah. So th- th- when I finally was able to do that... Um, the sales rep for the supplier, he goes, God, they want you to buy six pallets, Dodd. And I go, I don't know how I'm going to sell six pallets. I have no idea. Well, he finally talked them into that I could do two pallets. That was a hoot, too. Okay, we get the two pallets sent to us. Okay. It was at Midwest Motors in Minot, and June was her name. And here we come in with our pickup to pick up these two pallets. Oh, my God. <laughs> we bought, you know, the straps and all this kind of stuff to do, you know, so that nothing would shake. But the one thing that we missed was the wrap, the that wrapping 
the shrink wrap that goes mm. around these pallets. Yeah. Never dreaming. You don't do this on a windy day. Oh. <laughs> we have shrink wrap just <laughs> whipping off these pallets. Oh, my God. We, we never laugh so hard in our lives. Yeah. <laughs> and when we put them on our pickup, I mean, the Minvus motor was just laughing at us because we had no idea what the heck we were doing. And then to take them home. And oh, my God. We, the fun times. Yeah, yep, exactly. <laughs> experiences. Yeah, right. So then this Pride of Dakota show goes super well. Um, where did you take it from there? Well, we the next thing we actually did because um, there wasn't another um, Pride show till fall. Okay. So I went to the big one. That's in Minot. Um, we did that. But we decided, how, what's our sales, what are we going to do? Mm-hmm. We went and took a map. And what we did was we went to the Farmers Union Senexes that were on the map. Mm-hmm. Where there, that had a population of over a thousand people, and what I did was I made um, sample boxes of our product, mm-hmm. of our different sizes, put in a gallon bag of bulk in okay. each one so that they could sample out. I did about ten to twelve boxes because I didn't know how much I could keep up mm-hmm. if I would get orders. Yeah, I didn't know what I was. Gonna, what was going to happen? I called each one um, to see. Mm-hmm. the The next problem was uh, how was it going to sell in their stores at our price point? Mm-hmm. That was the big thing. So I made up any kind of box sizes that they wanted. I did everything that the client wanted, trying to work up to case sizes. Mm. It was amazing. That's all I can say. They mm-hmm. they took their first orders. I'd recall asking how it was going after a couple of weeks. In a month, if they didn't do an order, I would call. It was customer relation, customer relation, mm-hmm. trying to do the best possible thing that I could do is the the customer service. And that's cool that you've you've had previous experience doing that at your other jobs. Otherwise, so that's... it probably would have really been hard. <laughs> and I yeah. had I, I called it my to do list. You know, I have it set up so that I would have a checklist that these are the people that I'm calling mm. every week, yeah. not being a pest, mm-hmm. but making sure that they were being taken care of. And then as I could do more and got product, I just kept sending out more. Word of mouth was huge mm-hmm. with um, the Farmer Union, Senex. Going to the Williston show, I did not get that much for retailers coming through, mm-hmm. but my next shows did. Okay. Um, going to the Pride shows. Um, mm-hmm. I was a little bit more known mm-hmm. um, just by the Senexes alone that it, it was huge. Yeah. How did you, at what point did you make your packaging and were you still making it from home? Because even just bringing a product to a, a business, that's a huge process. Well, that was another huge undertaking. It was to find a commercial kitchen. Oh, sure. Because I could not do that out of my home. Mm-hmm. Arizona, I could register my home. Oh, interesting. That, yeah. Arizona has different rules. They want people doing things out of their homes 
hmm. trying to make a living. Yeah. And um, so I did register my home in Arizona um, at that time. Now, for here, no, I could not do that. So we went around. Um, we went to Sawyer because that's my home address. Mm -hmm. We went to Garrison. We went to Max and Velva. Velva, Sean at the grocery store offered. Mm, that's awesome. He, he goes, you know, Dad, I don't know how we can make it work, but I think we can make it work. We, I got the bakery. Um, you have to work around my bakery gal. Mm -hmm. And um, I worked the hours she didn't. Wow. And I, my Buick 88 got some heck of a <laughs> <laughs> taking in the pretzels, yeah. you know, and doing doing everything there. Wow. I, um, till I could get my own establishment. And that took a little bit of time, but I found a building in Velva. That was a implement dealer building, did not have water. Hmm. Um, so I had to get all that going, but I got that going. We bought that, oh God, probably in June. And I got it going by November. Of 2012? Yeah. Wow. So this is happening really fast. It was happening really fast. Mm -hmm. But thank God I could get that commercial kitchen because you yeah. had to have that commercial kitchen. Mm -hmm. um, the Pride of Dakota people were awesome in all their help. I mean, they helped me with any question I had. They were there helping. Mm -hmm. Sean was there to help. I mean, he was in the food. I mean, that helped mm -hmm. dramatically. Mm -hmm. But the Pride of Dakota members are... They're one big family. Yeah, I can believe it. They are. They, without them, I don't know if I would have made it all. Yeah. Because it, they made it easier. You ask questions, they had answers. It's just one good family. That mm -hmm. That's all I can say. Pride Dakota is number one. All states should have it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that support and that knowledge and experience is awesome. So how and, did you find that package or was it boxes like you said to start out with or the packages i've gone through many different styles of packaging mm. from the beginning um first we did all the labels printed it on my printer peeled mm -hmm. them off put them on the bags they were okay. just plain bags we went from that to heavier duty to where somebody was actually printing them for us mm. we i think i bet if you, I think about it long and hard, I bet we changed our packaging 30 sometimes. <laughs> and people went, from the very beginning, people would notice, you know, the hand label, hand peeled off stickers and putting on mm -hmm. and stuff to the ones that were printed. But we changed the, the thickness of the bags okay. every single time because it <laughs> seemed like the pretzel with that salt you mm -hmm. get that little poke, and we just kept oh. getting them thicker and thicker, but we mm -hmm. didn't want them too doggone thick. Yeah. But you just kept changing. And then to change them to the bake styles that we have now, that was from a show that we went to in Minneapolis. And they said, your product is awesome. You're going to do great, but that packaging needs to go. <laughs> you need to get professional. Mm -hmm. So... We went to our big investment mm -hmm. of t talking to a designer that could help us 
design a bag that would be appealing to more, I'm going to say like home sweet home. Yeah. The the more reputable, more up mm-hmm. elite stores the, to be a gourmet pr- product, yeah. you need to look more professional. Mm-hmm. And with that, that's what we did. We we went to that. We listened to the customers. They wanted pouch. They wanted the little hole up on top so they could peg them. Mm. We've done what customers wanted. Yeah. And we keep doing that. We've changed sure. now. The one-pound bags are pouch now with a hole on top. Mm-hmm. Um, the two-pounds have a pouch now, too. Um, so that they can stand up easier. It makes it easier for the retailers. You listen to the customers. That is huge. Mm -hmm. So when you bought this facility, um, did you have to hire a staff and a team to kind of help make the pretzels? Of course. (laughs) What was that like? Uh, Interesting. Yeah. (laughs) Interesting. And, you know, for me going away for the winter, I really Mm -hmm. had to trust who I put in there. We've gone through different staff but I think that's just a part of growing a business. You don't always... I've left jobs. Yeah. So do your employees. I've always had good employees. I've had loyal employees. And I think it's because I've treated them with respect. How many bags a day do you guys produce now? We're throughout our three facilities. We're doing about 13 ton a week. Wow. <laughs> It's a lot. That's a lot of a lot of pallets of pretzels. Yes. <laughs> a lot uh, of people eating pretzels. It's yeah. All good. Yeah. So at what point did it transition from kind of your you know, your neighbors, your friends, your family, um, you know, the Pride of Dakota shows just everyday people buying the bags to kind of switching to having those businesses and retailers sell the pretzels? We have not gone out marketing much. Mm-hmm. We've been so blessed. The product has sold itself. People have sold it for us. Mm. And I know that's not heard of, but it's the absolute truth. The The phone kept ringing. I, I, distributors of call that would want to sell, sell our product. Retailers called, wanted to sell our product. Like I say, so blessed that so many people wanted us. I don't think you hear that very often. And to me, it was so amazing because, I mean, I've sold product all my life. It was like we had to go out there and cold call all the time. And here <laughs> the phone was ringing yeah, to sell you. our product. Mm-hmm. I'll tell a story of a show that I went to for Grand Forks. It okay. was a Pride of Dakota. I got a call the next week. And this she was 89 years old. And she calls me and she goes, where can I get the product in Grand Forks? And I go, I'm sorry, ma'am, but I have no stores in Grand Forks. Mm. I have none. And she goes, well, that's not right. (laughs) And I go, well, no, it's not right, but I just don't. But I said, I can send you product, you know. Mm -hmm. And she goes, can you get me some samples? And I'm going to go. I know a guy. And the name of the store was Simonson's Gas Station. Okay. And she goes, I'm going to go there. And I'm going to get him to get this product in there. Mm-hmm. So I sent her a box of products so she could eat. Plus, I gave her yeah. <laughs> the samples to take. To And this lady, she, she was just a hoot. I, 
she just kept going there. And finally, they put it, she finally called me and she goes, did they finally put it in there? And I said, yes. But it <laughs> took her about three times of going there. Yeah. She goes, this is just ridiculous. Wow. People like that with determination. Mm-hmm. And you could tell on the, on the end when I said yes, you could just tell her big smile on her face, just mm-hmm. so, so happy that she, she goes, I am going to accomplish this before I die. And I just, <laughs> you know, she was just a hoot on the phone, just a hoot. Yeah, and that's so incredible to have such a product advocate to help you get into all of those stores. And another one is this Kevin from Ace Hardware. He was a sales rep, and he would have these board meetings, and he goes, okay, Dom, I love your product. Can I get samples? And, you know, at that time, it doesn't seem like a big thing to get samples. Mm-hmm. But when you have to do, like, 200 samples, and when you're small, yep. yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> and I, yep. Kevin, I'll, I'll do that. I'll send you some samples so that you can do. But my biggest fear is he's going to get too much sold for me. I mean, mm-hmm. I was sure you have kind to be of careful. afraid. I, I, I got to be careful. And he goes, oh, I just want to do this. This is so much fun. You know, here I go to these meetings. All these guys are out there. I give them this. They're all munching. They're all having, and they're going, <laughs> what am I eating here, you know? Yeah. He, he just said the reaction. He It was so much fun for him that it was just, mm-hmm. but what a sales pitch for me. Yeah, that's amazing. So it it's was amazing. It was mainly North Dakota retailers, or were there some in oh, no, Arizona, he went, too? He went out. Yeah. yeah. He aces all over. Mm-hmm. So he would go to his different oh, okay. places and have their number one things. And he loved bringing food. Mm-hmm. He'd bring dots. Yeah. What better? <laughs> I mean, there was nothing better. Yeah. Do you remember when you had your first order outside of North Dakota? <laughs> or did it just happen so fast? You know, I doubt if it was in 2012. I'm going to say 2013 would have been the year. Okay. And was that kind of a fun moment, realizing wow. that it was... Everything was fun. <laughs> I, it actually, it, it was. It was all so amazing. Mm-hmm. It, it just kept going. It, and how people reacted and how people just, you know, it was just crazy. We went to a Pride show, and it was in Fargo. And, you know, we had the whole trailer. We bought a trailer to take to the shows. Mm-hmm. And my trailer was jam-packed with pretzels. Yeah. Okay, the shows are Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Mm-hmm. So we get there. We took in as much as we could possibly put in the back of our booth and stuff. And we were sampling and we were selling. It came to be Saturday, 1 o'clock. I said, Randy, we're not going to have any pro- We got nothing. <laughs> we're sold out. <laughs> we're sold out. And, you know, I said, oh, my God, all, all the product we bought, people were just crazy. Yeah, they just love it. They, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, we brought um, at least three pallets. How much? I mean, you know, that's a lot. I'm <laughs> sure. I'm it sorry. Is. But that's a lot. Yeah. So did you have these indicators that kind of made you want to boost production? Because you said you're kind of worried about that well, before. We so kept, what? We kept, okay. We kept building as much as, you know, putting in more ovens, mm-hmm. expanding. I think my construction guy, I think he thought it was absolutely crazy. <laughs> you got to be kidding me. You know, I just got this much done. But we never dreamt. And, mm-hmm. you know, our our little building that we had, you know, it's a 40 by 80. Oh, wow. And you're trying to 
maneuver all this, you know, it was crazy. Mm-hmm. But we did it. I don't yeah. know how we did it. It just it's a dream that you're going that just kept going and going and going. And today you have three. We got three facilities. Okay. And, you know, we got our smallest one is our Velva one. Okay. Um, for right now. Our other two plants in Arizona and Kansas, they both have 27,000 square feet. Holy. And, I mean, they're just rocking and rolling. Mm-hmm. They're fun to go to, how things have developed. In fact, you know, we hand-baked for two full years, each one done individually. Now we do have machines, mm-hmm. but we still do a lot of hand-baking at yeah. this point yet. Because, mm-hmm. you know, got to make sure we can afford the more technology, yeah. but it's still great to have all the employees that we have yeah. to go to the other. It's not that we're going to replace them with machines right at this point, mm-hmm. but it will just produce more and we'll keep the staff that we have. Yeah. So we probably wouldn't be adding more staff. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure it's helping the local economy oh, and you God. get to know your staff and it's kind of a little family. So It's it's fun. Is is DOT sold globally? Like has we're not quite in all 48 states. Okay. Really close. Really close. What are the last two? Do you know? Uh, that I don't know. <laughs> we need to get I'm them on say the list. I'm sure they're in the eastern because okay. that's where we're the weakest. Mm, okay. So you have Hawaii and Alaska knocked out? Alaska for sure. Hawaii, I know they've had them there. But we're, we don't have stores there. Okay. I know that for sure. Mm-hmm. So what does your role look like today? Because you're not baking in the kitchen anymore. <laughs> no, we're not. Uh, this sort of thing? Yeah. Uh, that uh, the Doing shows mm-hmm. is one thing that I do. R&D, working on new product is um, one of my big things right now. Okay. And you're going to ask me, what's the new product? Um, the new product's um, going to be decided on this coming week. And I saw a couple new New goodies that I didn't know about in the sample bag that you brought. I saw the the rub, and then also the um, Mister Mister Dot Bar. Okay, we'll <laughs> get into that too. Um, the pretzel rub that came out to be because of the broken pretzels. Oh, uh, we were, and I hate saying this, we were giving it to cattle. Cattle love it. Yeah. So, you know, instead of throwing it out in the dump, mm-hmm. we um, just gave it to the local farmers. Sure. And, but we we had to come up, well, I did, <laughs> had to come up with something that I knew worked. Yeah. And um, we finally got that. It's great. Uh, rubbing, you rub it. You don't shake and bake it. It's a rub. You mm-hmm. rub it into the meat, your pork chops, chicken, fish, rub it on there. Get it, take off the excess, put it, keep doing it till you get a good coating, mm-hmm. and then do however you want. You can grill, you can bake, you can fry. Nice. And it's awesome. It's mm-hmm. great on hamburgers, putting as a coating oh. on top. Um, another one is asparagus. Um, coat that and grill it. Oh, my God. You're not going to have <laughs> anything better. And um, It's great on strawberry cheese, that dessert. Put it mm. on the bottom, but I add powdered sugar to it okay. to give it that little bit of sweetness. Mm-hmm. Let's see. It's great in meat, meatloaf, meatballs, <laughs> it, but you do have to be careful so that it doesn't dry out oh, your sure. meatballs and meatloaf. 
Mm-hmm. The candy bar. <laughs> yeah. That there is interesting. We had um, we bought out. It used to be Mikey's Country Candy, okay. where the candy bar was. We decided we wanted to do it in house. And her facility, she needed to build or rent a bigger building, buy machinery to be able to keep up the demand that she was doing. So what we decided to do was to take it in house, and we would do all that. When we did that, that was a new experience. Chocolate. Oh, yeah, because that's completely different. That's completely different. (laughs) But we thought when it was established, it would be a lot easier. Mm -hmm. Well, while we were doing that, we decided to change all the wrapping, change even the candy bar. Mm -hmm. Um, We wanted more pretzels in there. We we just wanted the Mr. Dot bar. And Mr. Dot, how that became, my husband, okay, he didn't want an email. I don't need an email. Don't need that kind of stuff. (laughs) Yeah. With Dot's pretzels. Uh-huh. Okay. So we had other Randys. So they took the name. Oh, sure. For, you know, Randy at Dot's pretzels or Randy whatever. We yeah. Have a few Randys. <laughs> so everybody was kind of using that up. And so then it was, I don't know, out of the splur, somebody said Mr. Dot. I went, perfect. I'll use Mr. <laughs> Dot at Dot'sPretzels.com. Yeah. And... So when this candy bar came up, it was just like, I just, at one of our marketing meetings, I said, Mr. Dot Bar. Mm-hmm. Oh, just hit. Yeah, just this and so moment. He, he just said, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> What's his feelings on that? But yeah. anyway, he's, he's all fine. He loves chocolate. So well, hey, it, it, it works. Yeah. I think it's perfect. And so this new product, if if all goes well, when will it hit the shelf, do you think? Well, if all goes well, and I know how that goes, yeah. <laughs> everything doesn't always go, we're hoping to have it out at the Christmas time. Oh, So awesome. that we can, probably more of a feedback, mm-hmm. you know, maybe, I, I know the latest that I heard was that it was going to be in with maybe the pretzel rub and maybe a one pound bag of pretzels and then put this bag. Okay. And see what and yeah. we haven't even named it yet sure we haven't designed it yet but i think that all i think it was harder getting a more unique product again mm-hmm. i think it's wonderful mm-hmm. so i hope that all my taste testers think yeah. the same thing yeah so looking back from now to 2012 when you started what has been maybe the biggest win or the biggest um soul-quenching moment of yours it's the stories yeah there is nothing that puts more smiles on a person's face than when people come up and they know you're you're busy. When you're at a show, you're busy. Yeah. And they'll go, I know you don't want to take the time for this, but I got to tell you this. You know? <laughs> and I mean, you want to. You so want to. They are, everyone is so unique mm-hmm. in all their ways. And the excitement, you'd see it in their, their voice, their eyes their expression on their face Mm -hmm. there's nothing more rewarding yeah nothing more rewarding so as a retired woman you have this (laughs) whole new business how do you stay energized how do you stay passionate about it is it those stories or what keeps you going i'm gonna have to repeat it's the stories when you get to talk to people Mm -hmm. and they tell you another one there's nothing more rewarding yeah, maybe a little hiking in Arizona. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That that rejuvenates us, too. Yeah, yeah. everyone needs kind of that outlet. To... That, you know, 
like I say, I didn't know what the heck we were going to do together. I mm-hmm. just thought, oh, my God, we don't got anything. But we found that passion between the two of us, which is nothing better. Yeah. Yeah. And then I guess looking maybe back to like way back to the farm life, is there any advice that you'd give yourself as like a, a 12-year-old girl or even in college? You can achieve anything if you try. I never dreamt. I mean, when I was at home, I mean, it was the farm. It yeah. was the da- It was the cows. It was the cows. <laughs> uh, but it makes you strong. You know you had to be there. It's just a commitment that you have to do. If you do that commitment, the cows made you do that. But um, <laughs> hard work, long hours. Granted, they don't always work. I had many, many failures. There's many times I just thought, boy, what the heck did I get myself into? Yeah. But you just take a breather, reevaluate, and start over again. It's there. You just got to have the drive. Mm-hmm. Final question is always, what is one thing you wish you're really good at but aren't, and how do you work around it? Speaking in front of people is probably my hardest I probably worry about it for a whole week before I know I have an engagement that I got to go up and speak. Yeah. Um, These kind of podcasts like this are not quite as hard. But getting up in front of people, I wish I would have taken. And in fact, I don't know if they had classes back in my day to be able to speak in front of people, speech Mm. class. I, I really don't remember having things like that. But that is something that each and every one of us, if you can, take classes that you don't have to be shaking like I do (laughs) um, and have just done that about a month ago. I was up in front of about 200 plus people and I was up there just shaking and they could see my paper rattling. That is something that schools should make sure that kids take they can get that fear out Mm -hmm. of a person because you should not have that fear that i have (laughs) (laughs) yeah public speaking it takes a special skill set and it's hard for all of us but i think the more we do it the The easier it becomes but if they had classes like that Mm -hmm. and you take those classes just to get some of that out of you that uh, that you could feel more comfortable would definitely be a plus. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just want to plug you before you go. I know you're going to be at the Women's Entrepreneurship Week in Fargo. That's on October 21st and 25th. So besides that, are there any other places people can connect with you? Can always email me. Email you? Okay. Can always call me. Yeah. And then any pride shows coming up? I've kind of gone away from the pride shows. And the reason is because my distributors and retailers, they would rather do the product sure that makes sense you, yeah, you're, you're i back. got the product out <laughs> but i may have to if i have a new one i may have to get out there and do that awesome well thanks for coming i'm excited for the future of dots pretzels i know um, my husband and i are huge fans <laughs> so we really appreciate hearing your story well i thank you so much for having me here today yeah thank you it was fun thanks again for listening to this episode of the make well podcast if you enjoyed today's episode please leave us a review on iTunes or subscribe wherever podcasts are found. If you'd like to learn more about the Makewell community or get connected, you can visit wearemakewell.com or at wearemakewell on Instagram. All right, we'll see you next time, friends.